0: Welcome to another episode of the Streaking the Lawn podcast. Oh my goodness! I, Caroline, Emily, hello, hello to you. Uh The Good Luck Podcast crew is back to wrap things up.
1: Any chumps?
0: I I, I mean. (laughs) If you're listening to this, I know we're we're late in the week. We had some, you know, it takes a lot, all this coverage to get the scheduling done. And you're clearly listening because you want to live through another rehashing of <laughs> craziest basketball weekend. Most significant Virginia sports victory in anything ever, uh, as far as I'm that's concerned. Fair. And I think yeah, that's pretty I mean, easy. And that's fair.
2: fair, to fair. Say. Yeah.
0: Um, so thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in and we're gonna do it we're gonna talk about everything um, I, I just I, I, I don't know how I'm gonna put it uh, efficiently into words So gonna be three
2: hours we might have
0: to be inefficient with our words <laughs> <laughs> for it but you guys they did it we did not jinx them I think we helped honestly I think we yeah. helped a lot with this podcast
2: We're the podcast big three
0: exactly. <laughs> so much to talk about for sure but uh, you know caroline you were there why why don't you give us just some takes give give, what what was like being in minneapolis for it and and seeing it firsthand
2: um so as one who writes and talks about sports for a living it's really bad to say i'm speechless but (laughs) (laughs) i don't have words uh it was It was a dream come true, and one of those things, like, were there, I was looking back, and I was like, did I really enjoy much of that, like, especially during games? And the answer is (laughs) probably no. (laughs) But obviously, you can't be mad at the outcome. No, it was my first Final Four, either as a fan or as um, covering it. The whole spectacle is just incredible. Like, the detail, the, everything from, like, they put skins up in the locker room so that the locker rooms look like your team's colors, and they have, like, the picture, (laughs) they put up big skin, you know, basically a big fat head on the one wall that says like, you know, South regional champs and it has the guys holding the trophy and each locker has like final four stuff in it. And the, the fine is once teams lost, that stuff was all gone. Like they took the like skin off the wall and you're like, they were never here. Um, they had like a huge wall that just had the bracket with like a giant um, trophy in the middle. So like, as it got yeah. closer, then they put the two school logos next to it. Um, so just kind of all of it with, The branding around town there was stuff that said like the road ends here like everywhere which was super ominous um the (laughs) no pressure yeah no pressure but this
1: is the end (laughs) but this is it
2: like the road ends here everything's done um you know the first after before the first game it said like you know then there were four and then after that game like when we came in the next day it was like then there were two and you're like oh this is getting so real um so this is
1: where all the money from the NCAA is going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this
2: is why they can't pay the campaign players, you guys, they have to get skins for the entire city of Minneapolis. They only
0: a billion dollars this weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, and so just like that part of it was really cool. Obviously this is when all the national media comes out. So it was really mm-hmm. cool to um, to see a lot of the people that you read over the course of the year or avoid over the course of the year. <laughs> um for uh, <laughs> What? <laughs> And so like that part's really neat. And then um, there's just stuff going on all the time. So it was exhausting. Um, I'm still pretty tired. If I sound weird, I had to take a nap today. I've got allergies also going on right now. But um, it's been really fun. Um, It was just incredible.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, I, mean, I mean, and
2: definitely including the games.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I mean, we'll 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 get into that for sure. Um, and we got to talk about the Auburn game. I was going to putting the skins on the wall thing made me think of my favorite post Auburn uh, footage of of Bryce Brown complaining about the refs as he walks by a giant uh, UVA roster. Of, head, uh, shots <laughs> of and, tie and, and um, yeah. but we'll get i mean even
2: more. the team hotel was like that too yeah it's, yeah yeah, like, yeah that's cool. really cool and it's the stuff that you see and they had like fresh new uh warm-ups every day like so it's just like the little things like this is why like even just getting to this point is like such a big deal too like yeah. for the players and obviously them duh obviously but there's just the little <laughs> things that go with it that make it Absolutely. such a like
0: extra huge deal emily how was your weekend
1: um, it was very long, but in the best way possible,
0: because <laughs> I also in was working the, SI the game. Bunker.
1: I was in the SI bunker, but uh, being in the SI bunker all weekend would have been a lot worse had the outcome been different. So, <laughs> staying until three a. M. I was there until three a.m. Saturday, and a little bit after three on Monday night, and I was decided to write the gamer for Monday night, like the immediate like push out. And like we were sitting there and it looked like we were about to lose. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, like which I also, time? I was, okay. Just which which time, time in that I had game? Was 14 seconds left before Dre hit that last three. And I, was, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this sucks. I was like, I get to write the national championship gamer for SI, which is sick. But I was like, but then my team is going to lose. And then they didn't. And then I was pumped and I let out a really nice yell and then got back to work. <laughs>
0: and that you ran bizarre. down the hall spray painting orange and blue on <laughs> who tormented you with texas tech printouts or other things
1: oh the one printout yeah people in my office would leave like after every game in between every game they would like make some like random graphic to put on my desk and the best one was tony bennett throwing a basketball but in the basketball they put bruce pearl's face post <laughs> that was my favorite one far. i literally taped it to the to the part of my wall my cubicle that's incredible
0: yeah i uh you all were working i was very much not working i was <laughs> behaving to varied various degrees of responsibility uh between the, the two games uh but got back in charlottesville to watch that championship and was happy to Uh, barely got back in time and i'll tell you i you know i know we've all sort of gone through all of the the posts about you know so many of us went there or or everybody is so emotional and connected i mean it's why we love sports right anybody listening to this you know you have your own story of, of getting into the uva fandom and the ups and downs that that's brought uh some of us more downs earlier on in the release <laughs> you know. Like I I I just can't put it into words and uh Paul Wiley's post did a lot of yeah. that for all of us Beautiful. I think on the blog. So if you haven't caught that uh yet check it out on streakinglawn.com. But I mean <laughs> just the immense vindication, just the relief, the the like the the little ball of joy that that has just been floating around, putting it all into context, like it's, you know, it 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 just does such an amazing job of showing us why we put so much time and energy, whether we're getting paid to do so, <laughs> or, or why we choose it to become our profession if we do. Yeah, it's, one of the things it's just so cool.
2: One of the things that I mean, they talked a lot and. There's, I won't go make fun of any questions that were asked. Um, <laughs> if you're around the team for a long time over the course, especially this off season with what happened last year, um, a lot of the local media got most of their UMBC questions out early, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but Coach Ben has talked a lot and the team has talked a lot about how they use that game. And I don't know that they win the national championship this year if they didn't lose last year. Um, in that fashion, but he says a thing about like how that loss and that hurt can get you a ticket to some place you couldn't have mm-hmm. gone elsewhere. And I thought about it, and as fans, um, I think we are maybe the most delirious of any fan base. he's like, yeah, it would be awesome to win at any time. Like a national championship is cool, yeah. but I think we as Virginia fans have a greater. I don't want to no sound one, too judgy. no one has been no to. one.
1: No, one, no one but has Virginia been through
2: fans. what we went through. No <laughs> yeah. one knows what it's like for three hundred and eighty-five days to get people every <laughs> single time. Like that first stretch, every mm. time we posted something from Shriek on we got umbc highlights for, like, am I just supposed to stop covering the team? Like, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> right. Like, I'm trying to write content. We've addressed it. We aren't running from it. We know it happened, like whatever. But as fans, and obviously this goes for the players too, but just from our fan perspective, like we that sucked (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and for it to be this close in succession where you can remember how much that sucked into how good this feels right now there will not be any i i'm sorry i don't think this will ever happen again like i'm sure another 16 will be to one but i guarantee that that team (laughs) in the freezing cold takes or whatever mike franchise is like you can come (laughs) find me and find this clip and if it happens again like
0: no, play I mean, it no one no one could believe this <laughs> if you wrote this as a movie script it, yeah. would, be, it would be panned for being, yeah, for being like that would never happen
2: TV. you know <laughs> yeah. like it's, it's
0: too and and not just the the end result not just the story of the the umbc and the end result of a championship but the fucking games <laughs> like 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 we need to get into Unreal. it like it's just we we last recording we talked about the ridiculousness of the Purdue game, and they and then it upped just got it. Crazier. I mean, yeah. you know, on a bigger stage with, I guess you could say more on the line. I know we had the argument of the Final Four sort of being yeah. that, that hurdle that that you know uh, losing in the title game still is oh my god a success. What a response to UMBC that <laughs> yeah. are losing in that Auburn game still oh my god what a response to losing last year
1: I mean but I think the reality is someone actually asked me this when March Menace started someone at work was like what would it take do you think for the UMBC for UMBC to not become still the main narrative and I was like it would have to be a championship because I'm like look if you make it to the final four everyone's like oh they made it to the final four like still wildly impressive but that doesn't really negate the fact that yeah not that yeah, anything I can agree. negate it but that is not enough really to be like okay they made it to the final four a year after they got upset by a 16 seed like that wouldn't be a storyline
0: right
2: they're and forever the linked difference. like if and someone brings up umbc linked. right like they're People like a crazy yes. thing is, with they the, the title championship the next year
1: but no one i don't think would have brought that up. Those two yeah, wouldn't no. be as connected just if you made a Final Four, even though still in my right. mind as a fan, as a sports writer, as a journalist, that is redemption enough because you know how difficult it is to get to a Final Four. Right. But in terms of like the story, nothing would have really undone that story until it's like they lost to UMBC, first one you to lose to a 16th seed and then went on to win yeah. the whole damn title the next year. Like that <laughs> doesn't happen if you make it to a Final Four, even though I as a fan would have still been super impressed if they yeah. Sure, there.
0: sure, and it, it it's such the perfect clapback response forever to UMBC. Every UVA fan forever is just gonna go, You have a title worth it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, so, like, it's uh, Teflon yeah. now, right? Like,
2: I've reached like thankful, <laughs> like, is that I mean, yeah. weird? You know, what I mean, like, people be like, Sure, if you tell yourself that, I'm like, Nah, man, yeah. like, I don't think we lose, I don't think we. <sighs> They don't, approach, appro- they don't approach the season the same way without that. They don't approach yeah. every game the same way without that. They were so carefree and loose, but so motivated and dedicated. And they were so close as a team. And that was something I picked up on that a lot, like when they were talking about their teammates and that mm-hmm. sort of thing, like as the season progressed was like, they were so in sync. And so, I mean, it takes that to trust DeAndre enough for Ty to pass up a layup. Yeah, and and pass that ball to his teammate and best friend for him to tie that game. Like that, they just played so well, and um, they I don't think, get there without that.
1: I think it would have been different if we'd won a title before. If we're being completely honest, like the fact mm-hmm. that this was then our first national title in program history. Like if we were a team, uh, Duke, if Kentucky, Bennett, whoever else you want to call,
0: had, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: right, right. If like we were a team that had done it even in the last ten years, say, I don't know that it would have been as much of a story. But it's like you go from being on the wrong side of history to m- making history for your respective yeah. program in a no, way that's it's definitely different.
0: better in this order.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's also different, you know. Like just saying, like they won the first title in program history. I think carries enough weight yeah. in and of itself that, like, that would have been. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah think, let's talk about Auburn. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. We can we can All get right, we into to the, the game. Sure. I mean. Just All of these games share the, the idea in my mind that it, it kept sticking out is that the UVA would build that comfortable bubble of a lead that we were so used to them cruising to the end of the game with. And I know it's to different degrees in some of these games, but certainly the championship game and certainly the Auburn game as well. Uh, and it just speaks to me to the quality of obviously Auburn to Texas Tech to Purdue but also the craziness of tournaments I mean the the, the variability that goes into these runs and tournament games just seems so much more wild uh, than your standard uh, whatever other regular season game etc so
1: uh, you guys watched the score prediction or the, the win oh, yeah. prediction <laughs> the
0: thing literally uh, with, like my heart rate
1: <laughs> it literally goes from like with like it, they don't even start it until there's like four minutes left and then it's like yeah. oh like 97 and then you go down to like and you go down to like 7% in like all of the (laughs) games and then it's like comes within like 0.1 seconds left and then it's like oh 95% again because like somehow they like pulled it out but I think I think that the expectation like you said was that there would be a lead and I think we built the lead and then I Mm -hmm. think yeah not necessarily ideal to blow what two 10-point leads in your last two games Mm -hmm. but like you said that's also part of March Madness like oh, that's not even
0: the other team i mean they're yeah,
1: players, it's right. not, it's not, really not good even a, a knock on virginia it's just like another yeah. team is sitting there being like okay shit like i'm gonna lose and be out of the tournament like let's yeah. rally too like i think that's just part of the tournament setting
0: yeah so the that's Auburn different game. Than in
1: a regular season game like if you blow a 10 point lead with like two minutes left in are you know in the middle of the regular season i think it's mm-hmm. more
2: yeah and you're playing like georgia tech be, i'd be like yeah. guys guys Something else,
1: more to talk about
2: yeah
0: so the um, Auburn game, they come back um, after uh, blowing a little bit of a lead. And Auburn, you know, was that hot shooting uh, three-point team. I mean, they, we knew that's what they were going to try and do. Um, a little bit, I think, was something we would be talking about. It, 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 I'm going to sound idiotic for even bringing this up. But there was a little, like, hero ball before we got to the UVA. Oh, my God, coming back, Kyle shot. Like, there was some ill-advised – shooting and not converting on three-pointers right before that yeah uh, and, and you know maybe not maybe hero bar is too strong I'd have to go back and watch it but like you know they're going back and forth and back and forth and, and Auburn takes this lead and they try and answer and don't uh, and that leads to the four-point uh, difference and Kyle Making a miraculous three pointer. I mean, just an amazingly awesome three pointer. The way
1: that he can twist his body yeah. and still get a good shot off is one of the most impressive things about Kyle Guy's play.
0: Yeah. Just, just an absurd shot. And you saw Charles Barkley do the. Uh, and he even said later after the game, he said that was. I mean, obviously, some stuff had to go go right for Virginia afterwards. But he was like, that was the game winner. It only cut the you know it cut the Auburn lead to one. But he went, that was the moment. That uva you know at least in his mind uva got it uh it required a missed free throw from jared harper uh it required uh, after that some fouls and double dribbling and all kinds of craziness that no one noticed live as anything other well than, i have
2: lots of thoughts on so, that
0: okay okay let's yeah <laughs> let's get into it. i mean we all i'm sure feel similarly but uh yeah. Go ahead. yeah well
2: just in that last stretch so 522 virginia takes a 10 point lead right mm-hmm. um they get Ty for his third foul. Um, I'd have to go back and look. I remember at the time thinking like, ooh, that was close, but we'll see. But Ty sometimes does that. And, it was know, a whatever, foul, fine. yeah. He was – so Virginia was up nine because Dowdy makes one of those free throws. He took the ball and he backed down his player in the lane. Um, and I, I don't like to do the miss call thing, which is kind of what I'm going to talk about in a second. But he was fouled approximately four times in that stretch and got none of them mm-hmm. called. And the ball didn't go in and Macklemore rebounds it. And that's when he did his stupid tap, tried to poke the ball free right, guys' fourth right, foul. Right, so right. He, had to go to, he went to the bench, which I agree with at that point because with four minutes left, like you hope they can hold on yeah. to a nine-point lead. Like, sure. But he was out by, any, by no question the most important part, like had played the best in that game.
1: I also um, remember oh, yeah. oh, they, oh, they, yeah. that they would have been blown as much if Ty had still been on the floor. I think we would have retained a little bit more of the lead if he had been. Also true.
2: I, I just think the way that tropical. he was. Yeah. Yeah, I think the way that he was yeah. playing was like.
1: Yeah, um, he was leading the team.
2: Yeah, so. so they don't get that call. Fine, Bryce Brown hits a huge three. You're like, okay, now it's six points. Six points to me. I'm like, oh. that's two possessions. It's not a game. There's still 420 left. Um, they after um. I miss it. there was goaltending called in this stretch as well when virginia was up six um they made a three-pointer the next one down yeah De- i think it was like kyle or someone missed a three and deandre was called for offensive goaltending which i was told i didn't see a replay in the arena mm. but someone was like that's that was a terrible call so my only point for these things ties into the complaining about the double dribble because if those get called in virginia's favor like, now they're up 11 again. Yeah, and yeah, then if yeah. they, like, hit the three, then it's eight. And, like, if their goaltending isn't calling, maybe it's back to eight. And that run – that creates enough of a, like, back blow that Auburn doesn't make the comeback all the way. But they did, and it didn't happen, so they made this comeback, right? If you want to talk about the double dribble, then I want you to mention the foul beforehand yeah. that caused the double dribble. And I want you to mention the travel with 13 seconds yeah. left, up one for Auburn, that would have given Virginia the ball back in their own half and giving them a chance to, t- to win the game yeah. right there so and like I, that's the thing with refereeing and going back and like whining about this stuff is there's always things that happen in a game that like compound and they were trying to intentionally foul and the ref didn't call it
1: yeah. i was gonna say the reality also is like the last four minutes of play the refs were just letting them play yeah yeah which oh, is why daddy until yeah. Yeah. yeah there were there were multiple calls that were missed in the last four minutes of that final yeah. four game and then that the call, the double dribble call that was a double dribble, realistically, I am with you, Caroline, that it was the result of a foul from – Yeah. Like, there, you know what I mean? It's like there are yeah. two fouls there, and, like, yeah. who knows, if both of those had been called or if one of them was called on the other, it might have been different. But they were They were kind of just trying to let them play until the one on Kyle Guy, which was, in my opinion, flagrant enough with was enough on the line. I mean, it was such a foul. enough on the line that you can't not call that bet. I yes. can't yeah.
0: fathom people were complaining about the that I last know. Makes no sense. No,
1: even even Charles Barkley. There was no
0: ambiguity to that at all. (laughs) all.
1: Yeah, no, (laughs) No, none. Something happened with Carson Edwards in that Purdue game, but Carson Edwards like kicked his leg out a little bit more, but same call, and it's the right call. And
2: so there was some talk. Like I, I I do feel like I Samir Daddy was upset after the game. I I wasn't in that locker room, but he had mentioned like the frustration for players a lot of the time is like Emily said, they weren't calling fouls or, or they were, they were letting them play, which I think benefits both teams. Like mm-hmm. both teams played physical defense, which is also why both teams had fouls to give. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, yeah. Um, but then I think it's also I, like, when do you decide to start calling things? Right. And, and that's so he's
2: like, they were letting stuff go earlier in the game, um, blah, 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 blah. But to that point, if Kyle had driven the lane to try and tie things, like if there's more time say, and like, he there was contact up by the basket and they didn't call something there that's much more forgivable or understandable than if a guy is pulling up from a three and gets bodies like crashed into like you have to call that i'm sorry dude yeah Yeah. hip checked while he was holding the ball so it wasn't even like the ball was and i know that they talk about like you have to have landing space but even if you're saying like Oh, blah, blah, blah. like it didn't hit his hand. Like it still hit him while he was shooting. It was a pretty good shot, actually, for being honest. Most like,
0: anyone who understands anything about basketball, I think, knew it was a foul. Yeah. Like I didn't so, see uh, a lot of people, other than the general complaining about the refs. Maybe yeah, some of them. You know,
2: you know how the NCAA really wants Virginia to win all the time. Yeah. we're I always mean, a the better.
0: The walk thing, like the shuffle. I, not to be bullshitting, <laughs> I did note it like live. The dude shuffle, and you're like. Well, that's technically a why, but never did I think, oh, that's something they would call. And the same goes for the double dribble. It's just like the balls bouncing around. J- like, like I, I know that uh, Titus and Tate brought up that brought up, yeah. Jerome played it with such conviction that, that, yeah. that there could be some idea that the refs went, well, he must not have double dribbled. Yeah, because
2: Kyle also there. he didn't think yeah. he did. I actually listened to that whole 22-minute yeah. Francesca interview, and
1: he asked him about it, and he's like, no, I not well there you go so, how long was ty talking to? i only heard like two minutes of that yeah he it was like, an like edited 20, clip 25 minutes yeah it was a really good interview
2: right. but the thing too is like sending a guy to a line in that situation is not giving anyone a win <laughs> like those were the coolest
0: clutches
2: oh, yeah. most amazing free throws and he didn't hit rim he didn't make a single like facial wow. expression it was just straight up he dribbled it once, and he shot good. If once he made the first one, I was exactly. like, exactly.
0: Okay, cool. And I, everyone's been saying it, it's so true. Once yeah. he once the first once one, the I was like, "Oh, we got. The, oh my God, we're going to the championship game!
2: I was like, like yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this. The craziest thing, um, for those of y'all listening that were like watching it somewhere, um, so it where I was sitting, like I didn't hear the whistle, so it was like super hard to hear mm-hmm. anything. Because actually, all the Auburn fans were. Blowing. It was pretty
0: clear on TV. But, yeah. But, yeah,
2: and so I didn't hear it, and I was like. Ugh. All right, well, shit, they just lost. And so I, like, kind of put my head down. The in-arena announcer said, like, final score, Auburn 62, Did Virginia really? 60. Dead serious. And then I was like, why isn't anybody leaving the court? <laughs> so I had no idea, like, because apparently a lot of people were, if they didn't hear the whistle, they saw Mamadi because he started clapping. So everyone's yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, all right, yeah. I know you're trying to be supportive yeah. of your teammates, like, after a loss, but, like, why are you clapping right now? <laughs> whole, <Everybody's> like
1: I- – <laughs> is <laughs> being wompy. I yeah. noticed the whole bench was clapping. Like, yeah, and I like directly be behind. Well, because right, like direct, they were panning on Kyle, and like as he was walking yeah. out, you could just see the whole bench like clapping, and I was like, wait a second. Because I saw then, Kyle lift
2: his jersey up over his face, and but he, he said just to focus. And I thought yeah. he was upset because the season was over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then no one was leaving the court, and so I turned to Ricky O'Donnell, our SB Nation college basketball guy, and I was like, "Did they go foul?" He was like, "Yup," and I was like, "What?"
0: <laughs> That's when
2: the All Caps tweeting came out. I do, <laughs> I do feel nuts. for the
0: Auburn fans. I mean, yeah, there's, there's some uh, um, mainly because of all the complaining about the rest from Auburn fans. I feel less bad. But uh, like uh, all the videos and everything of them thinking they won, and then not winning, was brutal. Oh my God,
2: those were it, so bad. Absolutely brutal. I felt bad for them.
0: But now they've inundated social media with more whining than should be tolerated. So who cares no. anymore? Um, I
1: mean, also realistically yeah, though, if, if I was about to say if it had been flipped, would, I feel like Virginia probably would have done the same thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The same way, not, not as bad because I think we're used <laughs> to like being the subject of like.
0: Yeah. That's I don't Say to me, but. you literally paid someone to win these games, and like even beyond confusing, literally and figuratively. <laughs>
2: like, no, I was, they actually thought like, you did.
0: What do you think is reality? <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's not that UVA didn't get some combination of amazing bounces or calls, but also amazingly cold blooded, awesome yes. like that shot In from Kyle. To make
1: amazing it shots.
0: Point. Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: it, without that, that we were that we were done. Without oh, yeah. that. Yeah.
2: So it, it was it was reminiscent to me of like the Ty Jerome like the way that Virginia came back against Louisville before like the shot. Like there were some huge shots that Ty took oh, yeah, that like true. made that possible. It's just like the um Marcus Ty, something you championship
1: shot they tied yep. say Ty did the same thing at Duke, whatever, not last year, but the year before when he yep. had that like yep. buzzer beater right at the end from the top of the yard. Yeah, so, and it's just yeah. like
2: they're they're capable of making so those cute. big shots. Yeah, yeah and that will no, no one will ever talk about it because they're going to think of the Auburn game and they're gonna think of the free throws, which are yeah. also hugely important and impressive. But like that that shot that he got to go in was. Insane, <laughs> like, yeah. and that's the part too. Is like this just the Team of Destiny thing started for me as like kind of a joke. Like, yeah, the Team of Destiny, because like obviously I'm too terrified to think that's actually true that they're gonna like win the whole thing. Yeah, and so then as they kept winning in the most uh, absurd, amazing ways, I was like, Hmm, is this? Oh, De- this is Destiny? actually Destiny because Harper, a good free throw yeah. shooter. Yeah.
0: How many and many fans a out there are now believers in divine, divine providence? <laughs> What? so many <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah. to talk over you but how many <laughs> That's okay. fans are out there who are yeah. like maybe i do believe in god or
2: like Brian or <laughs> like, klein hey, had to miss I a mean, free throw to keep that alive and i could yeah there were a lot of eight, things i to go Jared <laughs> right. harper missed a free throw <laughs> like kyle making those shots making the three pointers the diakite the pass.
0: just just unbelievable i um, was shooting like trash from yeah from
1: six for 12 in that so game so bad I don't know I what happened. They I, it, to I don't think Ty had made a single free throw that game, and I was like, if that had been him, I, no offense to Ty Jerome, be very careful. In my <laughs> because I don't need any. We backlash. are
2: all pro Ty. <laughs> Jerome. We are
1: all pro Ty. I was here. one for
2: three. DeAndre okay, was over two. Mommy was for two.
1: Right, but I'm thinking, like, Ty or Kyle are the guys they are going to kick it out, to. Uh, I mean, obviously, in the championship game, they threw it to Jay on the wing to shoot a three. But in Auburn, they were definitely looking either it was going to be Kyle or Ty shooting that three at the very end of the game.
0: Gotcha. And it
1: just happened to be but Kyle. Sure. And then he happened to go three for three. Yeah. Last weird. note
0: on, on the Auburn game, uh, to just add to the layers of storybookness that that was this tournament, the idea that your figurehead player is going to the line yes. down one to shoot three free throws is comically disney channel yeah. like that's what you've been doing since you knew how to shoot a basketball in yeah. your driveway by yourself the sun setting like you, you
1: <laughs> there's like a the montage goes you know, through a view practicing with your dad what you do he even yeah. said something after the game about how like those are the shots you prepare for your whole life and then he was yeah. like well I mean like he's like obviously not the free throws but he's like whatever it takes to win because yeah. it's like you're you're preparing to make like big shots in crunch time and like you also have to be able to do the basics like when yeah it comes down to it. It, it, yeah that's
2: the whole thing I think Paul, Paul tweeted it like Kyle was the, was the person that but like got the brunt of he was the face of virginia basketball he got the mo- he maybe yeah, yeah. he said too that he's the most emotional on the team so he took it really personally he wrote the facebook post he you know is the guy that maryland picked on to like bring the posters and like he's been the main face for virginia so like he's the one associated right. with the loss and he showed up for media day and was on the podium at the end of the game after UBC. so like for him you're absolutely right. It's like, seriously, this this movie would be panned by critics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so trite, like it's so you know yeah. contrived. But like, it, it had to be. Oh, of
0: course, the pass gets to Mommy the unheralded <laughs> from the best
2: friend in the Disney and of
0: movie. course, <laughs> the floater happens to go in in slow motion. Yeah, this would get sent Little back. Person to the Edwards shoots for eight hundred oh, points, all know? marked
2: up, like all all, all right. red. Just like none of this. Is believable.
0: Well, let's. Speaking um, yeah. of unbelievable, the championship game, the Who's start a bit of a rock fight, uh, <laughs> I would say. Um, holding I think the it's st- the under- I was
1: going to say, it started exactly how everyone thought the whole game was going to go. Mm-hmm. And then made a quite dramatic turn yeah. as soon as like Dre started hitting shots and then like both offenses kind of exploded around that time.
2: Yeah the game was like oh you guys all like got your first half bets in all right fuck all <laughs> y'all we're going on like and it just I mean because it was like what 32-29 at the half like yeah. in, um, it was also
1: one of just one of the most high scoring championship games I think in the last like decade or something like yeah, that. It, it was the
2: highest scoring score. Um,
1: okay right so
2: even the regulation score was higher than a lot of the under the, was a sucker well, the Regulation was 68-68. Yeah, because 68, 68. 68,
1: 68.
2: Yeah, it was officially the race of 69 in overtime, and Virginia got there first with the free throws.
0: Yeah, that right, was... Right, right,
2: right. Texas Tech was... So I loved the first four minutes. I thought, like, th- just being up, uh, like, seeing these two defenses, like, our defense was locked in. They looked fantastic. I thought they actually... That's why I loved this game so much, now that it's over and we won. Um <laughs> Was that... I thought the defense was locked in. Like, they played yeah, well. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Texas Tech just hit. And the same thing goes for Texas Tech. Like, Virginia yeah. did a bunch of stuff, actually. Their yeah, it were just a good team. game. was really yeah. good to, yeah. like, mess up what Texas Tech liked to do best. And so, like, they were able to create situations. Like, at the end of the game when Jarrett Culver decided to slide, tough, tough, yeah. tough look for my guy. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and he even said afterwards, like, I don't, you know, I just got drawn in by. Oh, great. The yeah, the totally normal
0: thing yeah. to do yeah yeah yeah
2: action. because someone asked Dre after the game like what did you do to lose him and he's like I literally didn't move it stood there <laughs> he was like I was standing <laughs> in the same spot but that game was just so fascinating and fantastic that it was just big shot big shot big shot like they, yeah, each, there were huge stops there were like you know
0: yeah. each team clarity. showed why they were there yeah sure. exactly I wonder in looking at the runs that the two game, uh, the two teams were making you know it's it's like this combination uh, to me of good teams playing each other and not a combination of like defensive minded teams that can't score like we as UVA fans know UVA can score but we also have that history of that like dreaded rut and to me there wasn't any of that like they it just was two teams going at it that were really really good on both sides of the ball I know Te- Texas Tech offensively statistically wasn't Virginia's caliber for the whole season but I think through the tournament and, and the later part of the season they were right there with them. yeah
1: they were pretty evenly matched they had didn't that. they have like the best
2: offense in March
0: yeah yeah something like they that. they were like number sure.
2: 11 over the last like two months or something
1: like that so yeah this yeah. team like has I mean, you also, also saw that, well, you saw that because, like, how how they played against Michigan, Gonzaga, mm-hmm. the whole nine yards, it was, like, not only was their defense incredible, which is part of what kind of screwed Michigan over, because that was really bad, Michigan's offense couldn't oh, do yeah, anything, that
0: game. that
1: game was, I think that is what people were expecting I forgot in the game. game, that <laughs> yeah. game was bad, but yeah. that's also because, like, but Texas Tech still put up, like, 55 or whatever it was, which obviously is not, like, a you're not talking like Carolina or Auburn 85, you know, like 85, right? Whatever. <laughs> but um, Texas tech's offense, even in those games, like looked much better than Michigan's, which I don't yeah. think people expected.
0: Yeah. The emergence and that's kind of how of, they
1: continued in the tournament.
0: Yeah. The emergence of Deandre in the second half, huge storyline. For, second sure. half for
1: both final four and championship yep. game he was so quiet in the beginning which was a little concerning
0: yeah so i mean and, and to me and i know he addressed it specifically he was like it wasn't me not being aggressive it was just the shots weren't going in in the, beginning. in the
2: second game yes in the championship in the game, game i actually loved his i actually felt way comfortable even though he wasn't making them he started like over seven or something mm-hmm. i yeah. said to the guy he next to me I was like, better shots he's being like really aggressive that's a great right. like Absolutely. he was like yeah. there and doing stuff and i think the first shot he he hit or one of the first shots he hit that really opened him up was that crazy three with like not a lot of time left on the shot clock so I think it made him just like not think about like he had to release it when he released it and he had to let it go and it went in so like it helped you know get him out of whatever but he was to save not save like he meant to but to have your best performance of the season in the national championship game like I'll if you want to not be there a little bit for Oregon I'll let that slide if you want to drop it out <laughs>
1: I also think, like, that's a credit to Ty as a point guard in the sense that he knows what it takes to get the players around him going. And I can't remember which of the assistant coaches it was after the game. It wasn't it was Someone else was quoted as saying he's like, sometimes Ty knows he's just got to, like, keep feeding his boys until they get hot. Like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Ty has a very high basketball intelligence. His, like, IQ for the game and watching, even when you look at, like, him passing up on that layup to feed it to Dre, like, those are big plays to make, but also it's a really underrated skill, I think, as a point guard to understand the people you play with. And I think yeah, he absolutely. did that better than most anyone else on the other team that we played. For he sure. Was, he was so good. He, he was, well, he well, was that's like, like, flawless. Like, he just knew <laughs> who to give it to when, and he, he knew. So like, I was shocked he didn't to get. to um, go 0 for 7 um, or whatever. He was 1 for 8 in the first half i'm like but he just kept feeding him because he knew Okay, he's like he'll just get hot
0: it was so cool cool. to see all three of them just play such awesomely not just beneficial roles but also like like classic them being excellent at what they do you know they they just played their roles so well and and we i mean we could talk about a bunch of other guys on the team playing amazingly well too but um for sure that that was just so special to see the three main dudes really kill it as a crew and i i was shocked that ty didn't win the uh the the most outstanding player but it's because any of them you could have an argument for very 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 easily
1: i was really hoping ty to have another 20 point game because i was like what a way to go out like three 20 point games in the end of your season that would have been nuts i mean he was close but
2: (laughs) so (laughs) what pierce was just saying like the entire team had moments where they were absolutely oh yeah um, like if we want to talk all the way back to Purdue with or shit let's go all the way back to Oregon Kihei Clark was huge in Oregon absolutely and then against Purdue obviously bringing Jack in off the bench to go in with Mamadi was a brilliant coaching move by Bennett and he provided some huge minutes in a like one really big basket on a putback Um, and then obviously Kihei the pass to Diakite Diakite had some really really good games and then you look at Braxton Key in the championship game. Unbelievably like, good. He was so good. And these guys, and and this is gonna sound like, oh, of course Karen's going like everything. Like obviously start to the coaching, but like having Jack like Jack is such a great leader for this team. And being ready at any minute to come off the bench, I think, is like a huge thing that he was big about. And True. and Braxton even said he's like, you know, like we all have a part like a role to play, we have to wait our turns. We know like if they need us, we need to be ready. And it's one thing to say that thing to the press all the time, but it's another thing to, like, actually be ready and come in and play your asses off. Because Jack was like, you know, we don't have egos. Like, we're not going to mope if we don't play. We're not going to, like, whine about it. And it shows that when they come in, they're like, I'm good. Coach, trust me. I'm going to kick ass.
1: I think they all are very good at understanding their role in different matchups in the sense that that goes back to not having an ego. And I think that's just part of, like, the system that Tony Bennett has built there is just, like, you know – Jack went from, like, 34 minutes in one game to, like, three in the next and, like, was like, still yeah. ready every time. Yeah. Braxton was incredible. That block.
0: Oh, rebounds. Yeah. yeah oh, that block. block. Oh, my God, <laughs> the block. I forgot about <laughs> it. Sometimes,
1: like, sometimes I'm, like, his <laughs> offensive contributions, like, he doesn't score a lot of points, but what he does on the floor is so yeah. underrated. Yeah, it's like Jared. not all the time. Sometimes he has. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> should have seen that one coming. <laughs> yeah, I Right into it. No, but you're right. Like I did, but sometimes he, he's hit to miss. But like when he's on, like team's leading rebounder for a reason, and we saw that in the title game.
2: Also, shot and him a dude with two dunks and two free throws. Like he's like, I'm <laughs> yeah. not leaving any layups to chance. <laughs>
0: yeah. Did you Did you see he did the dunk like casual face again? Like he did, did, he? did it earlier what is, in the what season. Accident. The There's it there's i don't know i mean there's there There's a definitive shot of him on that dunk looking at the camera it's on um i think it was in the collection like virginia's official site the, the university like site that. sent out okay, like no, a collection of of pics from the weekend and one of them is braxton hanging from the rim just looking at the camera like yeah of course of course we're winning you know just like very like you know, it, it it and he'd done that earlier in the season. Just an unusually weirdly calm face for like a you know super excited uh moment, and and having the wherewithal to stare right at the camera to do it. <laughs> yeah, too. He's doing it on purpose. That's fine.
1: Resting casual face.
0: I'm calling resting it resting casual face. He <laughs> has it. I'm he it. has it. I'm <laughs> it. Yeah. There are some he guys plays. on team
1: definitely have resting bitch face. <laughs> I'm not gonna name any of them, but resting like, judging face. Know. That's what it is. Yeah. And he's, got the, resting, and he's got the resting casual face.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just and so like Kobe White has resting sad face. Like he just looks sad. Kobe
1: always does look sad. Yeah, but then he'll smile and so it does. takes up his whole face. Whole face.
2: I was like, Kobe, I love you. And then there's most of the time I'm like, Will someone give him a hug? Like <laughs>
1: really sad. Yeah.
2: Braxton was outstanding. Um he gets that block and when you watch it on replay. It's such a bold move to go for the block, by the way, because we know how things happen in the Auburn game. But he didn't get any hand at all. He perfectly mm. hit the ball. Hand goes to the side, um, and it was just like incredible his whole performance. And in overtime, like they even fell behind by what four through three in overtime, and then well, and started off with back. the three. Yeah. So I mean, it, was, it was just incredible like, making
0: all your free throws in overtime. I you know. It's just such an awesome collection of awesomeness. I don't, don't, you know, I sound like such a
1: a crazy (laughs) fanboy. I
0: just can't put it. I mean, I know we're all going through this. Being around Grounds this week has been so amazingly uplifting. Just everyone's walking around stupidly beaming yeah uh, everyone's you know,
1: shirts like oh, in the, the shirts airport. are
0: flying off any place that sells shirts yeah. <laughs> the line the out airport, of all
2: of it i was in What's three that? of them four of them, <laughs> five of them actually I had three flights um you know i'm in like charlotte and people are like you just like full out waving to each other <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> like, big
0: shout out to the guy i pass on the streets of brooklyn um on Ooh, sunday right so after the after the win on saturday i'm walking on sunday oh, I
1: you were here and
0: there's a guy there's a guy <laughs> yep. wearing a old school uva sweatshirt and i went go who's and he looked at me like i like was speaking Aramaic, Adam, like, you know, oh, like, no. and I went, I even, you know, I'm continuing to walk. I was actually going into the subway, and he's like looking at me, like, What the hell? And I like pull at my shirt. I'm like, Your shirt. <laughs> and then I'm gone, you know. Yeah. So, and he's like, I mean, Some strange man. How are you going to wear Virginia paraphernalia during the final four and not understand oh. it? It's the brooklyn. significance
1: <laughs> hey 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 <laughs> don't hate on brooklyn um i do want to say all
0: the strangers i hugged as well
1: yeah <laughs> i do I was say literally shout after out. the final four game was walking on my office and like uh, one of my co-workers with me he was like are you gonna stop smiling tonight and i was like nope <laughs> never um, nope. i was like going till 3 a.m <laughs> just huge thanks
2: to everyone who was in Minneapolis and took the time to come say hi or say that they read our stuff. It really means a lot. So keep reading it. It was really cool um, to know the brand stretches and people are out there reading, which is fun. And uh, it was fun to also see Virginia fans swarming. Titus and Tate at Sneaky Pete's <laughs> where they had a crowd of people <laughs> around them and they were handed babies all week. <laughs>
0: <And> <laughs> oh, yeah, shout, oh, out out to my to my shout out to Dave. Shout, Ways,
2: shout yeah, out to Dave.
0: Oh and he, he has been bothering us to answer the question which now I think appropriately can be <laughs> in an entirely different light. Now uh-huh. how many 16-1 games would Tony Bennett have to lose in order to <laughs> lose his job at UVA or is it definitively zero can we yeah. the <laughs> if, he, if the next five years Virginia's a one seed and they lose a 16 seed is Tony Bennett even on the hot seat <laughs>
2: I mean yeah probably at that point
0: okay so yes okay <laughs> five so, years
1: is a, yeah five years, 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 years is a lot
0: <laughs> none of us is ever going to have a knock on wood yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> he wanted us know. to ask i think we were definitively saying uh it doesn't matter anymore but I don't, that I don't know lifetime
2: contract y'all getting that lifetime contract <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm sure. dead serious I'm not, even <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not even kidding like dead serious lock it up oh. it was incredible
0: oh emily being M- the voice hedging. of reason <laughs> <laughs> admittedly that is some reasonable hesitation oh,
1: like, <laughs> i love tony bennett but uh kentucky's bold with a lifetime contract for sure yeah but he's a that's lot a older though, yeah the
2: yeah. so lifetime for cal is less than lifetime for tony and also everyone knows that Cal's <laughs> going to leave at some point like it's not really going to be a anyway i don't want to get into that that's scary yeah,
0: that, that would uh, be some uh <laughs> some off-season content for us for sure
2: yeah we can talk uh, about the new hire down in Blacksburg later this year too later this summer
0: absolutely plenty uh still discuss in the land of the bouncy balls and some dogs to address so uh stay tuned to the blog subscribe to the podcast leave us your sparkling reviews as usual pretty please uh, maybe we'll be back be back uh, real soon with some uh surprise guess maybe i don't want to tease it because we're not quite sure but there's a couple options coming down the pipeline um for sure so uh until then uh for everybody else that's streaking the line i'm pierce and go who's